0: to her dating and relationship secrets. Today's secret is gonna use a metaphor that's a little bit about flowers and plants, but really it's about us starting with uh, an understanding that by creating a relationship, by creating the intention you'd have success with dating and relationships. First, we have to understand we're creating an actual entity. There are your individual needs, and then there are the needs of the relationship you're creating. It's no different than if you owned a plant and you brought this plant home and you needed to take care of it. You know, I I realized this as I got better and better at relationships. I realized that I have my needs, Anna has her needs, but the relationship also has its own needs. And if you don't water the relationship, then what you can end up with and some of you may have experienced this is two pretty cool individuals living that roommate life or that uh, partners or co-parenting life. Even though you're still in a relationship, it doesn't feel like much of a relationship. This is where movies like Date Night, that one with uh, Steve Carell and Tina Fey came from, that idea that we can get into the mechanical doing of surface level things and just meeting surface level needs and lose paying attention to the dynamic between partners. This also applies if you are single, because it has to begin with already conceiving in your mind, just like if you wanted to start a business. It's not like you start a business by having no business, and then the next thing you know, you're in an office with lots of employees and clients and customers. At some point, early on, you conceive of the idea for the business. You begin by creating the imaginary form of an entity called this business. You might give it a name, you might register it. And similarly, when we begin to think of getting out there or dating or meeting someone, We already need to begin watering the seed of that relationship. We need to start giving it time and attention. So water, sunlight, soil and nutrients are things like you being willing to get out around people and start meeting people, be available again to meet people offline and online. It's you beginning to work on the parts of yourself in your nine environments that we talk about in the framework. Your inner environments are beginning to heal any old wounds or beliefs that get in the way of you allowing love? Is there anxious attachment that you have? Do you have abandonment fear? Do you get obsessed with uh, wanting to be chosen or fearing losing the interest of someone? Or do you keep people out and protect yourself by disqualifying guys? What is that self-environment healing that may need to be done? All right. And so we begin looking at those inner environments and, and making change in them. The outer environments that might need a little zhuzhing up. Typically, when we hit the dating market again, we're looking to get our hair done, check out our wardrobe and update it. You know, we want to look our best and feel our best. And then that outer environment of starting to get around people. Right. So we have that part of the framework. Go back again. If you you don't remember them, go back to those first few secrets where we touch on you being clear on who you are and taking control over your own life and results. In this area of dating and relationships and check in on the secrets where we talk about your inner environments, your outer environments, other people environments. But by doing that stuff, you are already treating this as if it is a reality. I am nurturing the seed of a future relationship. And that takes time, attention, energy, willingness, sometimes money, it costs money to go get a new wardrobe, get your hair done, go do courses, programs to improve yourself financially, professionally, and sometimes get dating help. As you move into the early stages of a relationship, you're going to continue to need to bring time and attention into the relationship. I have a client right now who's about five, six months into a relationship. They've both met each other's families. They've just moved in together. But that's now bringing up some new challenge, right? They can't just be on the autopilot of, you know, each working in their business and then just doing their exercise and like doing everything uh, unconsciously, not really setting aside time to still talk. It's almost like once we get to know each other initially, we think we know everything about each other. But your moods and needs change every day. You need to still be checking in with yourself in your environments. The mood that you're in and what you needed a week ago is not the same as a month ago, is not the same as a year ago. So our relationship's the same. You can't be the plant that you brought home or the seed that you brought home, planted and watered it and watered it till it grew, and now that it's starting to grow, nah, let it take care of itself. But what happens to a plant when you water it less and less? Does it thrive? I mean, assuming you were taking good care of it to begin with and not overwatering. By the way, the, the, you can overwater a plant and kill it too. Just like you can be overly smothering, right? Overly obsessed about dating. I gotta find the guy. Oh my God, without a guy, I'm, I'm anxious. I can't be alone. We can smother a new partner too. Why aren't you paying attention to me? More attention, more attention. But we can also underwater those things as we take them for granted. This. Very frequently happens in marriages, especially with children, when multiple demands on our time. If you're running businesses or have a busy career or have a family or or anything that's spreading your attention and focus pretty thin, you can start to forget that the relationship itself, whether it's a future one that you're nurturing or one that you currently have or one that's just about dead and you're trying to figure out whether to throw the plant out, That needs your time, care, and attention. By the way, for some of us, we have trouble ending relationships that need to end. That's that ratty old brown-leafed plant that you feel too guilty to throw out, right? Or that you should be able to save it. You you know, so you're keeping this thing around because you don't want to admit that you killed it. (laughs) Right? I didn't take care of it. Now we can also think about different types of relationships suit who we really are and our needs. Are you someone who can take care of a high maintenance orchid, which could be, you know, a relationship that's very tempestuous and you both have a lot of issues and conflict that you're trying to heal together. It could be high sensitivity with a partner or them being highly sensitive. And so it's a a fragile plant that needs a lot of daily time, care and attention, and if anything's a little bit off, If it's too close to the window, too far from the window, it starts to have problems. Or maybe you prefer the cactus. You know, that's like the set and forget kind of thing. Like I water it once every six months and then I forget about it. Typically, that's really not the most lush, beautiful experience. And so for people who typically feel like, yeah, the relationship I want is one I don't have to spend much time, effort or energy on, then frankly, having a very fulfilling, loving, passionate, close, intimate, full partner in your daily life, it's either not that important to you or you're just not emotionally in a place yet where you're ready to do that because you feel like it would take more away from your life than it would add to it. There's something to look at there, right? Now, one of my girlfriends gave me a cactus once for Valentine's Day, and it was a perfect metaphor for her and for the relationship. I I want you to love me and care for me, but don't get too close. She had a lot of trouble letting people in and she had a bit of a prickly personality. Although, frankly, you know, we'd met in college and we met when we were partying a lot. So the times we met, she was having a great time. (laughs) They didn't find the prickly part till later. But. This idea of the metaphor of a relationship, even a future one, if you're single, being its own different living entity is very important. It helps us realize that while my individual needs do matter, and while the guys that I'm meeting or dating or the partner that I'm in a relationship with, while their needs matter, it is our job together to work on the relationship. That is what we are responsible for as a team. I take responsibility for my own happiness, my own feelings, my own needs. They take responsibility for their own, but we are responsible for co-tending to, co-raising this beautiful third being, this relationship that we have. That's the secret for today. Because when you get really good at this, you'll find that You don't get too enmeshed or codependent. You also don't become too isolated. You also don't have relationships that just simply die or never grow or take root. You start to be able to raise a relationship and experience real success with dating and relationships. Thanks for joining us.